You know your purpose, but are you sabotaging your greatness with self-competition? We're talking self-competition and learning to stay in your lane in this episode of Liberation Conversations. These conversations are the custom-molded key to truths hidden in plain sight. Spiritual business strategies where entrepreneurship is a vehicle to your total life liberation. Welcome to Liberation Conversations. I am your host, business strategist uh, and liberationist, (laughs) Katrina M. Harrell. And I'm so excited to talk to you today about self-competition and learning how to stay in your lane. So who am I talking to? I'm talking to the multi-passionate, brilliant, genius, gifted, talented entrepreneurs out there who have many pots brewing, many ideas, so many things you want to do. You are so clear about who you are and what you were given, your the divine assignment that you were given to create here in this world. You were given a unique gift and a unique journey that only you can carry out. But somehow, some way, you manage along this journey to continue to compete with yourself, sabotaging your vision. So to illustrate, for me, in my life and in my journey, I used to self-sabotage myself and self-compete. So when we think about self-competition, before I get into my example, we oftentimes think competition as or standing your lane and competition as um, not doing what other people are doing. We, especially when we think standing in your lane, we think if you're good at doing this, 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 don't try to do what he or she can do also, standing in your lane. But that's not what I'm talking about when I say staying in your lane in competition. I'm talking staying in your own personal lane when you are multi-passionate and multi-gifted. When you are, in other words, a visionary. See, visionaries have a really... Uh, have challenge and, and, and real difficulty learning which lane they should stay in and how to really focus inside that lane, it's particularly when, uh, particularly when you are low on resources. When you have been given this vision from a strategist perspective, you can see the world from 30,000 square feet you know, 30,000 feet in the air, meaning you don't just see creating a cupcake business, you see creating a cupcake franchise. You don't just see creating a nonprofit organization in your community, you see going to the White House to to talk about policy change. You don't just see starting a business here in your state, you see global impact. Visionaries see impact. They don't just see what they can do right here. They see what they can do over there and over there, and then they tend to see all the details in between. But because resources tend to be low, what happens? You tend to do everything within that vision. You tend to be the one that can make the website, do the logo, you know, order the food, and you know, put the store together, do all of your shopping and your merchandising, and you can do everything in your business or even worse, you start, you're you this pseudo serial entrepreneur, meaning 
you start all these different businesses and, and none of them materialize into anything that creates an impact. It's, it's like being so smart and so intelligent and so brilliant that you're dumb. Ooh, I know that that stings a little bit. I didn't even want to say it, but it's the truth because I had to have that conversation with my own self. Being so smart, Katrina, that you stupid. <laughs> really, because I didn't understand. I personally didn't understand that just because I can do all of this, just because I am smart enough and I do know all the details and I can say, oh, okay, I could put, it, I could put all these things together, doesn't mean that I should do it all. That if I've been given the task as a visionary to impact change into this world, that means I have a very narrow focus. Even though I can see everything, I've been gifted with the ability to see everything, doesn't mean I need to, doesn't mean I can, because a visionary's job is to be effective. That's a visionary's job. When your resources seem low, you go back as a visionary to focus only on those things that you're supposed to do, staying in your lane. I like to say women that are visionaries, I like to call you bosses. And you got to say boss with a little attitude like boss, right? <laughs> because you don't just have a vision to create a business, you, you create jobs. You know, you, you change the world. You change the way people think. You influence people. That's a boss. You've been given direct access to God-given strategy. You can see the world. So when you are self-competing with yourself, it shows up by starting multiple businesses and none of them really do anything. You start it, they do a little something, and then because nine times out of ten or ten times out of ten you were doing way too much in your business then all of a sudden you can't do it anymore or you formed the wrong partnerships with people because you're delegating the wrong things off in your business because you're not even clear about which lane you're supposed to stay in or you missed the exit sign when you were supposed to merge over to the to the right to get off so that you can get some help and support. You missed that exit, and then all of a sudden, you think you're going towards your vision, but you're really not anymore. So you, you jump ship, and then you start another business. Staying in your lane is learning to find the difference between who you are and, you, and what you're supposed to do. Learning to trust where your gift is most effective. Being so hard-pressed to be effective over being busy that you only do things that honor your most purest God-given gift, even when it's painful, even when you have to sit in quiet for a little while. Visionaries don't do a lot of detail. They may know a lot of detail. They may know how all the pieces work together, but they don't do a lot of detail. Visionaries make opportunities happen for others to execute. Visionaries know how to get off the highway at the right exit so that they can get to the next byway or road or street that will get them to the desired outcome. So I've been saying this analogy about highways. So have you ever been on a highway 
and you saw a destination in front of you, like it looked as if it was like 10 feet in front of you, but you knew on this highway, if you kept going straight, you would get to that vision you see before you. So even though you're on this highway, you're swerving from lane to lane, or not swerving, but you're going from one lane to the next lane to the next lane, but you, in your mind as a visionary, you think as long as I continue going forward, because I, I see the vision and it, and it does appear to get closer to me, no matter if I'm doing too many things, even if I'm wearing too many hats and I'm trying to do everything, as long as I stay on this highway, I'm going to get to that vision. But what you don't know by moving from lane to lane to lane is that you missed the sign on the far right side of the highway that said, get off right here at this detour if you want to get to that destination. You missed it because you were so busy on the left lane doing stuff in your business that you're not supposed to be doing or creating another business that you're not supposed to be creating right now that you missed the exit sign that appeared to be uh, someone who wanted to help you or someone who was an opportunity where you could get the right support in your business to execute it. Again, creating opportunities for others to actually carry out that you missed the sign and that exit it's going to take you to the detour that will get you to that vision. But you missed it. So you're still going straight, and all of a sudden you realize that even though you see the vision, right, you're getting closer to it, but because you missed the exit sign to get to the vision, which was getting some support and help, the vision just passed right over you. you it, the vision, the, the role that you were on led nowhere. And now you're stuck and you're right back to square one. So what do you do if that's you, if that's you as the visionary where you're in this space where you're doing too much? Of course, we can say learn to delegate, right? <clears throat> that's the obvious thing. And that is true. You got to learn to delegate. But there's something bigger than that I want to leave you with today. And that is learning the difference <clears throat> between being strategic and tactical. It's so important when you are a visionary that you understand the difference between strategy and tactics. And strategy is the art and science of devising careful plans towards a specific vision based on a command. It's the crafting. So it's you have been given a command from the creator, from the universe, from God, whatever you call it. You've been given a command. And your job as the visionary is to artfully and scientifically devise the plan to turn that command, to turn that thought, that idea into a blueprint. Because remember, as a visionary, you don't just see a business, you see a huge impact you see franchises so your job is to devise that is to lay that out is to create the opportunity for someone else to help you carry out that's the only lane you are supposed to be in as a visionary that's it that's your lane now the 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 difference between strategy and tactics is as as um tactics are what you do and the actual tools that you use within the strategy. So now that the strategy has been crafted, now you need to identify the people who can actually do it and with what tools they are supposed to use. That's the difference. So as a visionary, your lane is not to be 
you know, baking the bread, mixing the dough, you know, <laughs> putting the icing on the cake. And of course, now don't get me wrong. There are opportunities. There are times in your business when you are just getting started, where you do have to do everything. Absolutely. But your intention, your mental state should be so focused and clear on why. That's another thing too. Another tip, being so clear on your why and on your who, meaning who you are and why you were given this vision that you know that anything that you're doing in your business that is busy, that's a lot of detail work, you will not be doing it for a long time. You have a plan. Your focus is on making money and making more impact so you can delegate more. So you're not competing with yourself. So you can get to the next business plan that you have. It's okay. I, I have many business plans ready to execute today. <laughs> but I have learned how to be strategic. I've always been strategic, but I've learned how to not compete with myself and confuse strategy with being tactical. So I now only operate in that space of strategy. If it starts getting too busy for me, I realize I am not in my lane and I'm going to miss my exit point, which is an opportunity to bring on someone else in my business who is more tactical, who can carry out my vision so I can move on to the next thing. So I leave you with this. Your vision was given to you, not for you to sit and slave in it and toil in it and sweat and you're not getting anywhere and you're doing so much. That's not why you were given this vision. You were given this vision so that you can create opportunities for other people. So I hope that this, uh, this session, this podcast, this audio was helpful to someone in learning that there's a difference between strategy and tactics, that you don't want to compete with yourself. You want to be effective. You want to carry out God's vision, the universe's plan for you. So learn to stay in your lane. This has been your liberation conversation for today, and I thank you for joining me. Until next time. Thank you.